Hey, what's up everybody? This is Ming Chen from Comic Book Ben, and you're listening to Best Threesome Ever. Find Best Threesome Ever on Facebook. Uh, search Best Threesome Ever. That's three with the number three. It is my favorite podcast. Welcome to Best Threesome Ever, a podcast discussing all things revolving around nerdy pop culture. Probably not what you were expecting, but it's just as fun. Now here are your hosts, Nick, Rob, and Kevin. Wasn't he like the, wasn't, wasn't that guy also like the frog in, uh, or froggy in The Little Rascals? Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> he has a very distinctive face. All right, here we go. Best threesome ever, episode 137, brought to you by Heroic Goods and Games and Jaybird Wines. I'm Nick. I'm Rob. I'm Kevin. In a row. Ah. Yeah. I mean, it's got the 100 on it, but uh, that, that it counts, goddammit. Yeah. It counts. It definitely counts. The 137 is a lot. And if you <laughs> don't get that reference, go watch Clerks. I feel like most of our listeners have seen Clerks by now. <laughs> If they haven't, I'm surprised. I would hope so. Deeply disappointed. I'm not disappointed, just a little bit, you know, you should do that. Yeah, you should check out a good first uh, low-budget Kevin Smith film, the first one he ever made, 1994, something like that. I would say it was like a sophomore in high school or something came out. Be aware that there is a scene referenced in that movie that maybe not everyone will be comfortable with, but I still think it's fucking hilarious. But... the bathroom scene. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I realize, of course, I realize that not everyone's going to dig that scene anymore. Uh, it may not have aged very well. However, uh, I disagree. It was uncomfortable from the get go. <laughs> yeah, I don't think yeah. I don't think it was supposed to age well. <laughs> no, it was meant to make you feel weird. Yeah, and uncomfortable. Uh, so we just finished with fast. How'd you How'd you guys How'd you guys feel about this season overall? Anything? Any thoughts, comments? I'm glad it's over. (laughs) It was not not a good year for Kevin. Yeah. No? That's all we're getting. (laughs) Okay. I'm trying to find this guy, and I can't. It's driving me insane. (laughs) Oh, the the one. Oh, yeah. Try season eight, because I think you're thinking. That's what I'm in. You're in season eight. Okay. Yes. Because season nine was the the one we don't talk about. There was no season nine of Scrubs. Here we are again. I feel like we should add a, a, a... a drinking game rule that Scrubs needs to be added in. Todd Bosley. Todd Bosley. Okay. He was in Little Giants, Jack. Yep. Um, yep. Apparently he was additional voices in Mass Effect. That's pretty funny. Hmm. Hmm. Um, but yeah, li- okay. Little Giants and Jack, that's where I know him from. Yeah. Hmm. But not Little Rascals. I don't think so. I don't think I'm, so either. But I'm, I'm still going back pretty far. Yeah. No, Little, Little Giants was his first one. Okay, okay. That sounds right then. Yeah, he's always had like giant Coke bottle glasses and yep. has a, since he was a kid has had a weirdly deep voice. He played a nerd and that's so Raven. Weird. <laughs> uh, so fast. So fast. <laughs> so fast. Uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was hard for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I, I didn't feel like I had... Uh, quite the connections with uh with people that i did people that worked there yeah okay um it was a little weird i don't know but i mean i I also made some new connections so that was nice um yana and jack 
uh, oh sure definitely kind of latched on to to us uh so that was kind of cool that is cool um if we're not sure if we're doing the musketeers again next year yeah we might be because will is thinking about it and if will stays we'll do it one more year um because he is his ship out date is up in the air right now so sure still still um but we're thinking about bringing it back to four possibly (laughs) sure and we're if she she doesn't listen so i'm not worried about her hearing this we're thinking about approaching yana Mm, to be aramis yeah i I think it'd be kind of funny because she's because she's 19 yeah so it'll be all the more hilarious because we were like well should we have her be d'artagnan and and have micah be aramis and he kind of made a noise and we're like never mind (laughs) (laughs) so he likes being d'artagnan i understand that but like i I feel like i feel like graduating him up uh, in the ranks to give him Aramis and putting a very young face in the D'Artagnan role is great too. And, and and that's what we said. But he he likes being D'Artagnan, so I'm, I'm sure we'll talk about it because there's also the fact that you know Micah is is of course a, a man of God who also yeah uh, is very fond of. I mean, most specifically his wife, but very fond of butts. Um, <laughs> So it, we we feel that's it why work, we're friends. We I don't feel know, it man. works out. <laughs> yeah. But everyone's a fan of his wife's butt. That's true. But but yeah. But it would also also be very funny to have her be Aramis. Yeah. Because um, she's just this teeny tiny like she keeps saying that she hears Scarlett Johansson as mm. far as lookalike goes. Oh really? Uh huh. I get that. Um, who is this? I don't know. Who uh, she her is. name is Yana. She she wears she played, this very big green leather vest, green tights, and she has sort of a Robin Hood cap. Yeah, she played Maple this year. She, her her character name was Maple. Um, she's she's very fun. I feel I would know her if I saw her. Yeah, probably. You probably would. Yeah, but uh, yeah, she is an absolute hoot, and uh, she you know she kind of right. meshes well with us. Right. So uh, and she ended up following us around a lot anyway. So we're like, well. Pff, but you can make this a thing. Right. Have you talked to her about it? or We haven't yet. We want to kind of do a surprise approach. Test the waters. Yeah. That's out of costume. I'll find a costume yeah, find picture. A, find a costume. Sorry. Sorry. Maybe it might be easier reference. Um, oh, that's fun. Yeah. But uh, other than that, no, it was... It was... Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think you've probably seen her. It, it was not a, 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 an easy year for me. Okay. Sure, my feet being right a, a very big reason. Like my, they still hurt. <laughs> uh, the last weekend was That's especially rough because Saturday um, we didn't get to break much because of the. I'm surprised with the rain. You didn't get to. Just well, that's the thing is that everywhere was wet, so I couldn't sit down anywhere. Um, like we went to the mill for a little while, um, but we also like played in the rain and um, uh, like held some people hostage at the Game of Thrones stage and. <laughs> Nice. Um, but yeah, it was... So by the end of Sunday, I was... My dogs were barking. Right. Quacking? Um, yeah, because we, uh, we also... like Us and then three of the Vikings were like the the, the lantern bearers to lead people to the two gates. And, yeah. 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 That was more goddamn walking. <sighs> sure. Did you guys go to Kings or Queens? Uh, we were Queens. Okay. Hmm. I was very glad when it rained on Saturday that I was under a tent, and I was very happy. And I, people are like, "Oh, this really sucks." I'm like, "You know what? I'm not standing on a stage right now." 
Yep. Yep. Yeah. You were not on a stage. You were not in a space where there was very little uh, shelter. Right, but it was very crowded though, because everybody, because obviously being under the blit, where there's yeah, there's a whole tent and you can just go right in. Crowd of people. I felt like I was in the crowd of like a. Unlike St. Patty's Day, you know, just fucking everybody loud. I'm like, why are we yelling? I mean, you're two inches from each other. Come on. Yeah. It's just very loud. And Well, and I was out Friday and Saturday and Sunday. Um, and Friday was an interesting day, let me tell you. It, was, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Like, just, I... I it uh, was abnormally busy. Yeah, it was. Um, it was abnormally busy. I, I scooted off to... Uh, Go play with uh, Sunset Hill, which is the name of the super group that happens. It's also right. called Feast of Sadness. Uh, depends on who you talk to. Classic. Um, yeah. Uh, but uh, Sunset Hill is the hill just outside Front Gate that right. all the musicians sit at. Right, right. And so we took that name, and and uh, it's just a super group of, of friends and musicians and street performers that gets together. And just we ran around Fest Friday, and it's a tradition at this point uh, where we just run around and play music. And we ended up raising over the course of the season, but a lot of this money came from Friday as well. Seven hundred and thirty-four dollars for Rescue Foundation, which wow. is the, the yep, and, the, and that's the foundation that helps uh, Renaissance performers in crisis, Renaissance performers and and participants and, and crafters and all that in crisis, especially with medical bills and things like that. Right. So we raised seven hundred and thirty-four dollars for them this year, and Very I am cool. really really proud to have been a part of that. That was super cool. Yeah, that is pretty cool. Did you have like a special basket that said that, or you told people where the money? Was yeah, going? every every couple of minutes we would mention that you know, like after after every few songs we would someone would get up and go, hey, so this is our special fest Friday performance. Uh, none of us are supposed to be at a stage, so we're just taking over stages, and um, we're a collection of. Uh, refugee musicians from different <laughs> bands and um, and street performers who get together and like to sing songs together and we're doing this as a fundraiser this year and we're just uh, we're giving this money away to Rescue Foundation and explain the cause and so if you can put some money in the hat that'd be great thank you nice yeah that's pretty cool so that was my Friday and then Saturday was fucking stupid <laughs> Yeah. In the afternoon. The morning it, was okay. It rained a lot. It did. Yeah. Like torrentially. Yeah. I ruined a shirt. Which one? The yellow one. Aw. I know, right? I like did you shirt. ruin it or did you just make it more authentic? Uh, so the dye from my hat leached oh. out. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was yeah. good. <laughs> I liked it, yeah. Cut, print, copy. <laughs> it was Put just, that in places. It was dissonant in just the right places. <laughs> um, uh, Nick, isolate that, please. <laughs> Work on that. Yeah, Ian, fix that. Fix that in post. Ian, please. Thank you. I think Ian listens. So it's been a couple of weeks, um, and... Um, it's actually been about three weeks since we recorded because uh, I forgot that I had something going on last when last time we were supposed to record, and uh, so we had to move it out a week. Um, so I have not had a chance to say this, but now also I have the result. Um, I was nominated and lost uh, an award at the Minnesota Renaissance Festival this year for uh, it's called the Spirit of the Re- Spirit of the Renaissance Award, right? right. Yeah, right, right. Yep. yeah. 
And it goes to the veteran performer who brings new life to the festival with basically a new character. Like, that's the idea, is that... So here's, here's the thing. You should not feel at all dismayed or negative about the fact that you didn't win. Oh, God, no, I don't. I, well, I, but you were, and I was there to watch that. <sighs> oh, that I was sad that I didn't win? Yes. Oh, I was excited I didn't win. I was dismayed nope. I got nominated. No, no, no. It, I know you were you're anxious about getting nominated, but I also, I also know you and watched you. Right. Um, and, and here's the thing is that the, the person who did win was a shoe-in. She was the only one who was going to win. Oh, I knew that from the um, beginning too. And so, it, it, I, I believe it or not, I did watch your face. So, <laughs> do not feel dismayed. The uh, nomination yeah. was very important. Oh, the nomination was great. Um, so I'll explain this. All right. Um, so the nominations went out uh, two weeks before end of show, so that fifth weekend, and that was just that was the week after we recorded uh, last. And the nominations went out, and they're calling the names for this award, which, by the way, used to be called the Late Bloomer Award, which right. I think is a really cool name. I understand why they changed it. They feel like it's a little derogatory. Whatever. I disagree, but that's okay. Um, and I admit, going into this season, I was shooting for a Late Bloomer nomination. Um, that, was, that was my goal, and I felt good about that goal. And I, re- I achieved my goal. Um, but they listed off the people who were nominated in that category and they listed off all four other performers before they got to me. And so I heard everyone I was up against first and I'm just like, ah, I'm not even going to be nominated in this category. That's okay. That's a, that's a solid roster of, huh? What? Me? Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Roll across so, emotion. Yeah. So the rest of the day, everyone is coming up and congratulating me, and my immediate response to every single person was just, ah! just, just this exasperated grunt of like, "Stop it! Did you hear the other names? This is some good ass names." Yeah. Well, so you're still nominated though. Yeah, and I'm happy to have been nominated, and I appreciate that, and I'm I'm very proud of that. Um. I won my tenure award. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Very excited for you. You get to hang that up now. We I do. Now you're you're part of the club. Yeah. We all have them now. Well, and yeah, uh, we next year them. we take yet next year off. I put yeah. I put a couple of nails in mine. Uh, in my club. Sure, gotcha. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Uh, no, Megan's next year. Yeah, we, but do we have to walk Megan? I don't know. I don't it's think we me. have to walk Megan. Probably not. Yeah, next year we we take off, uh, and then the year I'm going to ask her if she would like me to walk with her because I'm the one who, who kidnapped her into this crap in the first place. Yeah, that's right. totally reasonable. And then that's if true. she asks anyone else, like, cool. Um, but like, yeah, it, it, next year we take off, and then 2023 is uh, is my year again at 15. Nice. <laughs> and we start the cycle over again. We sure do. 15. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. It's a long time. It's a, it's a while. It's a while. It's okay. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. 2025 will be mine. Should have been 2024, but. Yeah. COVID. Save a fucking right. day. So yeah. mine will be 26. Yep. That would make sense because five plus one is. <laughs> yeah, you did it. Good job. Math. Yay, math. Yeah. Yeah, so now we all got one. So, uh, I mean, Rob, I assume you did not have time to see Venom. 
I did not have I, time I, to I, see Venom either. Uh, which um, I thought you two did. No, I did. I oh, know you did. did. Oh, I, yeah, I saw it. Well, I thought you two I were said, talking about like, like the Thursday it. before oh, it premiered. No, yeah, we were talking about it at the awards ceremony because I uh, found uh, heard a spoiler. Oh, I heard the I heard the end credit spoiler. <sighs> I'm so angry about that. I'm so delighted. But then that means that we can we yeah. can do a happy ending, and you won't have to. I won't have to worry about that so much. La 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 la. Yeah, I don't have to la 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 about that. It got spoiled for me already. But yeah, uh, just to wrap up the fest thing, I started a new character that this year, and it was fucking terrifying, super exciting, and fucking terrifying. Um, and uh, yeah, terrifying. Um, did I mention terrifying? I uh, once or twice. Okay, cool. A couple times. Um, I actually had a good year, man. And I'm sorry that you didn't. I wish you had. I wish I had too. Yeah. Um, but next year will be the. A horse of another color. Yeah. True story. My ear's all right. I, didn't com- I, I can't complain. And I'm going to go ahead and say it publicly. Uh, uh, doing a brand new character breathes some weird-ass life into you. So I, I recommend thinking about it at the and very I, least. And, and I definitely understand that. And, and, it, and that is on my pros and cons list. Yeah. Um, but there is, and a, there is just something... Um, really interesting about having a name brand character sure. where people know you yeah, um, right. and are excited to meet you because of that. It's, it's interesting. I, yeah, no, you're coming into a known property and mm. you, you have that already and people look for you. You get noticed a little easier. Daddy gets swag. Daddy gets swag. There you go. Um, creating something from the ground. I'm excited for next year. With Nicholas, because I want to know how many people are going to come up to me and be like, ring your bell. Just fucking follow that guy and say things about him. Ring your bell. <laughs> ring your bell. Yeah. I also need a bigger bell. You do. I, <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, I want to get you one of those big church handbells. <laughs> <laughs> and I also want to get a full range of church handbells and do a full uh, church bell rendition of Duel of the Fates from Star Wars. Probably out there. But I would somewhere. also want the, I would also want the people going <laughs> you, we want them singing oh, well, yeah. ringing we well, need, playing the melody. We need multitaskers, yeah, yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> Let's do this. I'm in. Shh, sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> and <sighs> I have one more thing to say about Fest. And then okay. I think we should move on. I am deeply saddened that I didn't get a picture of me with uh, Matt as belly dancing Darth Maul with our lightsabers. I'm very angry at myself about this. I stood there and watched it and I should have pulled it. No, I mean, I could have pulled out my camera and I should have. And I'm sorry. Like, I, I will. I will take out the cop. I will take the cop out excuse of I was on stage and in <laughs> character. I couldn't do that. But damn it, I really should have done that. Yeah, I'm so fuck. disappointed in myself now. Um. Oh, and I do want to talk about one other thing, which is the peasants' feast, also known as the children's feast. I got to do that this year. Oh, so did you actually? Twice. Which is very. You you did it both times. Mm-hmm. I just did the afternoon one. <clears throat> um. So Peasant's Feast was really interesting because, like, you can just be goofy as hell, you know, within PG reason. But, um, but yeah, you can just be goofy as hell and walk in there. It's, and, it's, it's very much a, a 
delightfully captive audience. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's chaotic, it's insane, it's messy, and um, like the best thing in the world is begging food off of kids, which is hilarious. Um, I ate chicken, steak, hot dogs, and one kid. Oh, did I tell you about this? Mm-mm. Oh, you know what they had for the kids, right? Yeah. Um, so I'm just going around begging food off of people because I thought it was funny. And I've got my hat out, and they're just putting the food in the hat, and I'm eating it out of the hat. Gross. <laughs> oh, it gets worse. Um, so one kid, I walk up to him, and I look at him, and he hasn't even touched his mac and cheese. Uh, and I'm just like, eh? and I put my hat out for him. No. And he takes a, just the, the world's largest serving spoon. I have no idea where he got this. It sure wasn't his, because it didn't, there's no, it, it fit over most of his face. I, or maybe I'm making that up in my head now, but like in my brain, it's exaggerated itself to a giant serving spoon where he just dug the spoon in, took half of his mac and cheese, put it on the spoon, and plopped it directly into my hat. And the very first thing I thought was, oh, I can't eat that. I, I can't. I can't do it. So I had to sit there. Like I wa- it, it was a good two seconds that passed where I'm just looking at this hat full of mac and cheese now and I'm just like oh god what do I do so I finally I look up at the kid and I go thanks I'll save it for later I was wondering <laughs> uh, for those who couldn't see this because it's a podcast and not a <laughs> Visual video gang on uh, an audio podcast. he put the cap upon his head I did mm-hmm. I did the noise that came from the children <laughs> beautiful <laughs> loved, it, loved it loved it every one of them were like eh! I'm just like, yeah. So I just walked away from them, and I took a right and walked out the feast hall. Took another right and went out into the courtyard. There, took a left into the porta potties. Took off my hat, scraped out all this mac and cheese, like, and had to dry heave for about thirty seconds because I'm like, that was disgusting. And then, like, took water and washed out my hair a little. Anyways, that was my crowning moment. Moment in festivals here. Pun. Yep. A golden crown, my friend. A cheesy golden crown. Gross. Oh, until next year. Yep. So. Until next year. Nick, what do we got in nerd news? <sighs> Where do we start? <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. I was very to help. Scarlett Johansson uh, won slash settled. Yep. Did she? Yeah, yeah she settled with Disney. Disney settled. Of course they did. Um, Good. And so she got to... Well, they were getting a ton of negative press for paid. it, too, though. Oh, I forgot uh, that Game of Thrones... Oh, damn it. Oh, well. Oh, yeah. Had some Game of Thrones figures for him. Um, well, that's so an interesting a, segue we could talk about. Well, yeah, sort of. I, well, I had a couple conversations during Fest about the next topic, which was, like, Chris Pratt being Mario, and how... The Mario casting, Yeah people feel about that. Kevin, how do you feel about that? I just want to know whose idea this was. Like, I when I think of Chris Pratt, I don't think of, like, goofy character st- voice actor. Yeah. I think of him sounding like he normally would, which is Johnny Cage. Sure. And um, everybody else, Dynamite. 
Yeah, almost the rest. The rest of the casting is great. Fucking They're, Seth like, Rogen as as goddamn Donkey Kong. Yeah. Like, is it Jack I'm, Black Bowser? Yes. Oh, I'm so excited about that. Please give me. A, 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 and now that it's been introduced, I I really want to see Jack Black dress as Bowser. But yeah. Like the idea of like Donkey Kong coming in and being like, <laughs> I can't fucking wait. It's <laughs> <laughs> the greatest laugh of all time. I love that idea, but, but Charles Martinet is still fucking alive, you guys. Yeah, and uh, he's and iconic he's, at no, this point. He's in the movie as not Mario. As what? I'm. I don't know. I'm hoping Wario. <sighs> right. That's fair. I'm gonna look it up too. Yeah, I. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. Like he's not my. I don't know why they picked him. I'm getting kind of sick of like them picking a person just because of their big name and like and I don't know that I necessarily care that the whoever they choose isn't necessarily fully Italian because neither is Mario right uh, and not only that but like the people have played him in the past like come on yeah Bob Hoskins yeah from England and Luigi was played by John Leguizamo who is Puerto Rican so I nope. mean they were, they were they were close on at least one of them Right, because so, one of them was actually from New York. So <laughs> that's true. So I don't, I don't really care about that. But just I like somebody with a better voice characterization. I get like you're saying. It's just I don't know. I let maybe a newcomer. Maybe there's a newcomer that could do it, or somebody that already does voice characterizations. I just keep thinking to myself. At least it wasn't Josh Gad, because that <laughs> is very much. A realistic choice they could have made. Yeah? Yeah. And I would have thrown myself off of a building. Yeah. Fair. And this is an animated movie, so it's like... It doesn't change the fact that Josh Gad is in animated films. He's a tubby snowman. Yeah, he's Olaf. I know. I know. I just... But it's just... (sighs) They could have gone with so many other people. I just... It upsets me. Tom Hanks. (laughs) I totally would have watched a movie with Tom Hanks as the lead uh, as Mario Mario played by Tom Cruise Mm. Owen Wilson (laughs) (laughs) we gotta Uh, get to the Mushroom Kingdom okay so wow (laughs) wow Um, so here's the voice cast as we know it currently Um, Chris Pratt as Mario Anya Taylor-Joy as Princess Peach yeah I like that casting. That's pretty she good. can play her live action, too. Yeah, absolutely true. Love her. Absolutely. Uh, Charlie Day as Luigi. Could play him live action. I love him. Could also play him live action. Well, I don't know if he's tall enough, but yeah. Uh, uh, Jack Black as Bowser. Perfection. Perfection. Keegan-Michael Key as Toad. <laughs> this one I'm looking forward to. <laughs> I have couldn't, no idea what's going to happen. I wouldn't necessarily play him live action, <laughs> but I would still want him to. I want him and Charlie Day to swap in the live action. <laughs> Make Luigi black. Hell no. Big <laughs> Toad, six foot four black man with, with the little mushroom cap on. Versus five four Luigi. Would still sound like he kind of does the video games. He's like, well, here I am, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Seth Rogen is Donkey Kong. Fred Armisen as Cranky Kong. I love that casting. That's so yeah. clever. Um, Kevin Michael Richardson as Kamek, which is interesting. Uh, Sebastian Meniscalco as Foreman Spike. Fascinating. I don't, All right. Uh, okay. Yeah. And then Charles Martinet will appear in 
and I quote, surprise cameos. Right. The fuck is that? Charles Martinet is alive. He just comes down, not- punches Chris fucking Pratt, Mario it- in the face, and like, no, it's a me, fucking Mario. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. He'll just executive decision Chris Pratt in the first five minutes. I love it. I haven't referenced that movie in a while. Sorry. <laughs> Worth it. Yeah. <sighs> so, you know, let us know what you think about it. <laughs> yes, please do. Um, moving on. Uh, Russell T. Davis returns as a showrunner for Doctor Who. And I didn't know if that was a good or bad thing because I don't watch Doctor Who. So I'm a good thing, bad thing? Uh, that uh, Russell Davies is coming back to Doctor Who? Yes. I think it's a good thing. Um, I think his is the iconic portrayal of Doctor Who for for our generation, and I think um, I, I think it's a good choice. Uh, he's grown as a writer and a showrunner as well, and so I think he'll be able to handle the more mature Doctor Who that was given to us by, frankly, Stephen Moffat at the end of his run. Right? Is it? Is there, are they going to change the Doctor again? Yes. Oh, yeah. That's already um, confirmed. Uh, no. it, yep. they, they're basically now sticking to the, the three-season run. Gotcha. Yep. Which is cool. Yeah. Um, it's a very old rule, but that's fine. Um, well, it just... I mean, it's only been since the new series, but it's just sort of how it's been working. Well, it did, it did run that way for the old series from Peter Davison on, for the most part, actually. Um, Except for Colin Baker, but no one liked him, so he was gone in two seasons. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, well, and then, of course, there was, because uh, before him, Tom was on there for seven years. 900,000 seasons. Seven years, but the first three were about three and a half years each. Yeah, so. Um, and that was just kind of a. a but yeah, Eccleston yeah. did one, but then Tennant, Smith, Capaldi all did three, so. Yep. She's like, uh, yep, I'm going to stick to that. Jody Whitaker. Jody Whitaker, yep. I wanted there was to say a, Jodie Comer, and I knew that was there wrong. There was an incredible uh, Jodie Whittaker doctor cosplayer at Fest early. I this saw season. them. Yeah, she was so good. She's very good. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm excited about this. I think it'll it'll go really well. I'm I'm excited to see who's the next doctor. I have my hopes and dreams, and mm-hmm. same. All of them are from the IT crowd. Mm-hmm. Mm, no, but none of but the IT crowd is not my basis for wanting any of them. And, and that's good. I'm glad to hear that. Uh, because and and we've talked about this. Yeah. The, the you know the the watch is the reason I want uh, uh, Richard. Uh-huh. And, um, uh huh. And Toast of London and what we do with the shadows is why I would want Matt Barry. Mm-hmm. Sure, that's reasonable. And I would also accept Chris O'Dowd. Um, I would absolutely accept Matt Barry based on his performance in IT Crowd, though. Actually, because <laughs> it's a yeah no. Based on his performance in IT crowd, I'd be okay with Matt Barry. Specifically, his scene with the quote-unquote sorcerer. Yes. Yes. Um, but also, Noel Fielding would be a fascinating doctor. That would be so good. It would be interesting anyways. Um, yeah. Hmm. If we have to go back to a dude. If we have to go back to a dude. If we have to go back to a dude, though, I... Would very much like a black dude. Nick, have you watched any goddamn Doctor Who? No. I feel like you would like a, a good, solid portion of it. There, and maybe have him start with Matt Smith. I would, and too. then work back. Yeah. Matt Smith would be your your jam, and I think you'd actually like Peter Capaldi more than Matt Smith. 
But I but I think Karen Gillan would really be the. Oh, that's true. I just I I not that I have anything against Doctor. I just I never got into it. Like I watched the old yeah. school and. I, and I and never talked about that. I didn't get into it until Matt Smith either. Uh, well, like I had watched the older stuff when I was a kid, right? So, did but I. Um, uh, the the newer stuff, like I saw a couple bits and pieces of Eccleston and, and Tennant, and I was like, the, this isn't for me. And then uh, my friend Bonnie was like, No, Kevin, you're going to sit down and watch the Eleventh Hour, and I promise you, you will be hooked. And she was goddamn right. The Eleventh Hour is a good episode to it's start someone on. Really good for episode, sure. for sure, and. Interestingly, like I find it fascinating that you're you're excited for Davies to come back. Yeah. Okay. I find that interesting because you just said that like your favorite section of Doctor Who is Stephen Moffat. Because once I went back and watched Eccleston and, and, okay. and Tennant, I, I I enjoyed quite a bit what I saw. Oh, good. Um, you know, it's good. It, it, I cannot deny that it's it's good. Who mm-hmm. it just I, I I needed to get hooked before I could appreciate it. Yeah. And a lot of people are talking about how Davies is coming in to write a sinking ship, and I think there's a little bit of truth to that, but I don't think it has much to do with, like, Jody. No, um, um, and I, I, I think Jody shined despite some, some lazy writing. Yeah, um, Chris Chipnell's not been the best showrunner. It's, it's, it's been okay, and I, I think the, the cast was, was all really great. Yeah. Um, uh, especially the girl who wore who a, f- a number of times wore a Homestar runner shirt. So, mm. <laughs> yeah, but like, yeah, uh, Chris Chibnall maybe not the best choice to do a showrunner for for Doctor Who. Like his famous thing before this was Broadchurch. So, <laughs> stories about murdered kids versus stories about time traveling aliens doesn't really mesh that well. Anyways, uh, <laughs> look, I'm not saying he's a bad writer. I just don't think this was the right fit for him, and yeah. and it shows. Um, first season I thought was great, though. I did. I liked it. He he put out some really pretty out there ideas. I haven't seen any of the the second Whitaker season yet. I haven't either. And, but and I know I've, it's on HBO Max. So I'm I've been told it's to not to good. It. <laughs> I'm still gonna watch it, but. Hmm. Nick, what do you think? <laughs> with, your, with your bastion of knowledge of yeah. Doctor Who, <laughs> you're, you're the you're the Doctor Who expert. Yeah, here, you're so. the, clearly you're the guy here. You're the guy. I was just making, I was just sitting back, making sure that you guys made it, said everything right, and not screwed anything <laughs> up. And since you got it right, I, I, have, I have nothing to say whatsoever. You have that uh, sonic screwdriver looking thing. Yeah, up on your you shelf sure there. do. You in That's, fact have a fucking sonic screwdriver. No, that is fucking Mace Windu's lightsaber. <sighs> I know, Nick. <laughs> Although I do, I didn't. I, I actually <laughs> had to look at it closer. <laughs> we're, although, I feel like we're a little, we're a little tangy today. We are a little. Uh, I do have a sonic uh, screwdriver spork though that I got, but it came to be fair from a geek crate or loot crate. Loot yeah. crate. That's yeah. the one. Which I always thought I was like I should just carry this out faster. Give it to somebody who likes Doctor Who more than I do. Yeah, you should give it to somebody who likes Doctor Who. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll have a matching set then. A <laughs> matching set. Well, if Kevin has none and you already have one. Yeah, then I'll have two. Right. <laughs> That's I, what I'm I, hearing. I don't, I, don't, I don't hear the issue here. <laughs> right. Two's better than none, so I don't see the issue. Yeah. One for each hand. Exactly. One for the ETF. Uh, 
Yeah, so Terry Crews... would destroy a unicorn cake at Fest with two Sonic speaking screwdrivers. Of flying through the, speaking of flying through the stars, Terry Krug has uh, got his Hollywood star. <laughs> nice! Best no, I like ever. that one. That I best actually, segue ever. It was solid. I don't even know if the time machine actually fly or the... the if the it's TARDIS, space TARDIS, and TARDIS okay. flies. All right. Yeah, they go to space alien and planets time. all the time. All right, yeah. cool. I feel less bad about that one. It was a solid segue, my friend. Good job. I, I liked it. I mean, from my intimate knowledge and expertise in Doctor Who, I clearly knew that his, ve- <laughs> his vehicle TARDIS even stands for time and relative dimensions in space. Oh, well, then there we go. See, I was right. Yeah, because you already knew that. I already knew that. Yeah, was just you're, test- the, you're the expert, man. Yeah. I was testing all the rest of y'all. Oh, fuck you talking about. <laughs> yes, he got a star. Well fucking deserved. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, was, I was just thinking. He's of, incredible. I was watching. Very uh, good boy. And this kind of related to Terry Crews, but underrated actors, Terry Crews being one of them. Like, he, I think he's a very underrated actor. He's great at what he does, and he's. I don't think he, you know, he'd probably be able to do a leading role. Yeah, I would imagine. But uh, that other guy, I was watching Infinity War last night because for some other reason I felt like I wanted to cry. Yeah. I don't know. Sure. Right. Sure. Uh, but uh, actually, I was just finishing up because I started like Civil War. Anyways, um, Age of Ultron, all that shit. After What If of the previous week. I, yeah. Anyways. Uh, so Terry, uh, so the guy from the, the we've talked about him before, but he played uh Scorpion in Mortal Kombat. That guy. Sure. He was also the samurai guy that Clint Barton kills as Ronan. Yes. Uh, oh, in Endgame. In Endgame. Gotcha. Uh, no, in, in Infinity War. Endgame. Infinity War. It's Infinity War. He turns because into he Ronan. Because he turns into Ronan after the snap. Which is the beginning of Infinity War. Which is the beginning of Endgame. Which is the... Be- the <laughs> snap is at the... At, oh. Endgame, yes. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I had them yes. backwards in my head. You I did too. You I put them backwards in my head. So yes, Endgame. Yes. Endgame, sorry. I Thank genuinely you. thought I was wrong for a second because no. I'm just like, am I? That got me turned around. I yes, did. Endgame. Endgame, sorry. That was my bad. Endgame. See, this whole time, This whole time I was doing what you meant and not what you said. I was just, <laughs> I knew exactly what, where you were going. I was like, yeah, I totally. Did. Infinity War. Yeah, that's the second one. Yeah, <laughs> right. Sorry. Endgame. Uh, Endgame. I was watching Endgame last night. Teach yes. me more about Doctor Who, Nick. Right, right. Uh, <laughs> yes. but that that actor that's in so many movies. That actor, though, yeah, he's in a lot, and, and he's spectacular. He is absolutely spectacular, and he is actually a martial arts expert and yep. a sword expert. Oh, yeah. and it's just it's fucking amazing to he's watch crazy him work. Talented, and uh, like I, I would imagine that Jeremy Renner was like, dude, I bow down to your awesomeness, and please show me a thing and make me look fucking good as Ronan, please. And he was like, sure, no problem. Whatever, dude. I'll make you look good. Um, and they have a phenomenal, like, just looking at the sword fight scene looks great. Anyways, but he's another underrated actor, you know. Uh, so when Terry Crews got his star, I was like, it, it's well-deserved. You know? Oh, yeah. Uh, very well-deserved. I, I think Terry Crews is great in just about anything he's in. And no offense to Terry Crews. Yes, he could absolutely be a leading man. Um, but his character work is so good. Like, I can't... If... If a movie is out and if he is in a film as a leading performer and I see a character in that movie where I look at it and go, you know what, you know who should have played that supporting role over there and this movie would have been 10 times better, Terry Crews. Yeah, like that's that's right. kind of how I feel about it. Like right. I love Terry Crews. I think absolutely he should get everything and get like leading roles and, and do like 
big stuff, but like some of my favorite moments of him in film, like Deadpool two, for example. <sighs> what <Right>. an amazing <laughs> like not even really a supporting role, but a fucking cameo. And right. he was great in that. Yep. And like like his some of his more famous roles, uh, White Chicks, which I do not talk about because I hate that film. Buffy the Vampire, uh, Buffy the White Girl Lair, I think they called him. Yeah, yeah, yep, I believe so. He's buff. Yes, right. but he do, he does that dance to Vanessa Carlton's Thousand Miles in that <laughs> the, movie. The, the 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 in the car lip sync dance, which was yes. incredible. Yes, which is incredible, and he does it occasionally here and there he did it as a uh, as a warm-up act for america's got talent recently and they posted a video of it online it's very like, cute that's amazing um but then also the longest uh, yard. yeah i was just gonna say the longest yard longest yard i was gonna say president camacho uh in the in, in, in the scariest horror movie of the all scariest time. horror movie of all time idiocracy which is coming truer and truer every day <sighs> docu-horror right. yeah uh, even Brooklyn Nine Nine, he was great. In that yeah, just but again, a supporting character. I think the star of that show is Andy Samberg. Well, clearly, but you know, like weird. it's an ensemble, right? But like ensemble, ensemble. Yeah, um, yeah. So way to go, Terry Crews. Hey, yeah, Terry Crews, come on our podcast. Yeah, Terry Crews, come Terry on our Cruz, podcast. Please come on our podcast. Uh, <laughs> uh, Book of Bubba Fett got its release date, December 29th. Yes. So we'll yes. be able to start watching that. Yes. We talked about Hawkeye last time. Yeah, hot guy. <laughs> Hawkeye. Die Hard. Hot guy. Marvel's Die Hard. Marvel's Die Hard. Right. Hot guy. Yeah. Uh, well, speaking of Star Wars, so Star Wars Visions came out. Oh, God, I drank it. I absolutely drank that series. It was so good. I consumed it in one afternoon. And they catch you. I mean, if you knew what it was, you knew it was anime right away, and which you should know. uh, And they catch you right away with that first episode, and you're just like, oh, fuck. I mean, they they didn't disappoint. There was one of them, a couple of them, I was like, "Eh, okay. But I ended up liking the furry one more than I thought I would. The bunny people. (laughs) Really? Which are which are a, a canon species like since the seventies, right? Neat, because there's that uh, character that came out the same year as Bucky O'Hare, um, but he's also a green uh, uh, bunny creature. Okay, who's also I believe a rebel pilot. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. all right. Yeah. He was in the comics. Yeah, and now oh, he has sure. a figure that just came out. Right. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah, and all of them. The my favorite one was the first one. Or favorites were the first one, the one with the old guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I I didn't like that they kind of replaced. They clearly were replacing character. You know, like they did an anime version of Star Wars already established Star Wars characters. They're just kind of like, uh, okay, you know. I was like, man, eh, that's well, that works, I suppose. Uh, and then. Um, what was the other one? Uh, Hang on. Can you go back? Because I'm not sure I understand what you mean. So in a few of the episodes, they take already established Star Wars characters, rename them, and put them in into an anime series that are... Give examples. Reminis- I- uh, uh, Ray, BB-8, uh, R2-D2, C-3PO, okay. Luke, Han, Leia. I mean... They, so were, saying, they were reminiscent of the characters, but I don't think they were supposed to be those exact characters. No, 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 no. no. They weren't. And I don't think they were but either. I mean, that's, that's Star Wars. Star Wars is always bringing new characters who are reminiscent of old ones. That that didn't bother me at all. I, you know, there's yeah. lots of droids out there. There's yeah. lots of, you know, smugglers and, and heroic Jedi kids. The, the only ones that seem to me to be um, 
and like an offshoot of like maybe Luke and Leia were the other twins. Yeah, it's a fucking t- weird one. <laughs> yeah, really played by Neil Patrick Harris and uh, and, and uh, Allison Brie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, and and each episode In probably like one or two. Like, big no, names. I have not watched it yet. Yeah, um, yeah. It was, and, a, it was and, a weird, very that was episode. that was the episode so, I was mainly talking about was where the they twins and they uh, they they ended up. They did the Holdo maneuver, and it was like they this really fucking weird lightsaber moment where it was a Kamehameha, and it was, right. it was, they were just breathing in space, just because whatever, because yeah. anime, because anime. It was a fucking it was a, it was a weird weird episode. I liked it, but it was the only the only thing that annoyed started to annoy me, and this is my only gripe with the entire thing, is that in every episode they had to say. Fucking, I got a bad feeling about this, which normally uh, normally wouldn't bug me. But since the episodes are about fifteen to twenty five minutes long, they're not all that long of episodes. It's kind of sure. like uh, every thirty minutes you're uh, hearing someone say, "I've yeah. got a bad feeling about yeah. this." Yeah, yeah. That, like, that can get annoying. I'm just like, eh, can we just do we? Was that a, was that like a hey, you're gonna do these anime thing? Contractual obligation for every single character. Yeah, right. That some character in your thing has to say this. Like you have yep. to put these five elements in or whatever. But I, either way, regardless, it's phenomenal. And if you are a fan of Star Wars, if you're a fan of anime, if you're a fan of both, I mean, it is. I mean, it's amazing. the 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 animation is phenomenal. the The stories are great. Uh, the fucking Kurosawa feeling you get from the very first one and a couple sure. other episodes are just spot on and perfect. And you're just like, like it, the first episode like blew me away. Like, just I was seriously like, this is fucking awesome. I'm not a huge anime knowledge person but you can kind of see some of the similarities of animation from the animation mm-hmm. people clump companies so sure um you pick up on that a little bit which is fine which is great uh because that's obviously their their style sure but like i said it i really have nothing negative to say about them i thought they were they were what i was expecting and more so cool yeah yeah so go watch them i think they're great you have anything else to add about it, Kevin? Um, what's uh, What's interesting is um, the guy who voiced Rodan. Yeah, the 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 very first episode, the yep. the Sith hunter um, was the main guy from Squid Game. Really? Oh, uh, huh. a, a huh. show which. If you haven't seen, I cannot possibly recommend enough. I've heard, and it's it it's one of the those shows that it, it's interesting because you actually might want to watch it dubbed instead of subbed. Like also probably with subtitles on, just because it's easier for sure a lot of people. But um, a lot of the uh, quite a few of the characters do both their uh, do you know the original Korean and their English. Dub really because um, nice. uh, one of the one of the main bad guys, um, like the the leader of like the games, the front man. He's he's played by the guy who played Storm Shadow in the old GI Joe movies. Oh, okay, not the not the new dumb one, <laughs> the new Snake Eyes one. Yeah, but like uh, yeah, he was he was 
Storm Shadow. So it's awesome. Yeah. So a lot of people, and that's why you're, you're watching this. They're like, wow, I really believe like like this voice match is really really good. And then I realized it's because they're doing their own damn voice. Right. 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 Uh, Squid Game can be found where uh, Netflix. 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 Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, I think I've seen it. It's uh, sometimes I, I have a hard time. Um, watching foreign films and shows, uh, not because I, I I don't want to or don't have the interest, but because a lot of times I'm I'm doing other stuff right. while I'm watching them, and so right. it's harder for me to pay attention. Yep. yep, yep. Um, but uh, I was absolutely enthralled by this show. Good um, to know. Uh, all right, all right. Uh, I saw. I, I nope. Maybe I really spelled game right. Um. <laughs> As yeah. long as we're talking about animated things for a moment. Mm-hmm. What if? What if? Ooh. Can't, I can't talk about today's episode. I can't either. I haven't, I haven't, watched, it. I haven't watched it yet. But we can talk about last. Yeah, yes. we can talk about last week. Which was already. I'm, I'm sorry, Rob. We'll wait till next time. Okay. Yeah. Unfortunately. All I got to say is that there. Last week's episode was a part one. Oh, I know. Well, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's very obvious, and uh, it, it, they're really selling this multi. Well, I mean, the the, the three the three episodes are all well connected. So. Now they are, yeah, yeah. Well, oh, yeah. Four now, I guess, because the Doctor Strange one, uh, Ultron coming in at the end of the the Party Thor one, mm. and then he did, didn't he? Oh, yeah. fuck! I forgot. That's yeah. right. So I that made me think, though, at the end of the last one. Not this, not today's, but last one with Ultron. Uh, if he was in the Watchers area, wouldn't the Power Stones, much like in the TVA, just kind of be not as powerful? They'd just be paperweights. That I don't think that's the same. Okay. Um, like space, like, like pocket dimension. Okay. It's more like uh, pocket dimension, like when uh, Strange sends people into the the what the that alternate space and time where. Yeah, the dark dimension. Yeah, is yeah. that what it is? Mm-hmm. When they yeah. use the the bend, bendy stuffy thingy, bendy stuffy thingy. It, but yes, the inception, it, the inception rooms. But <laughs> with, sure. uh, it, it's making me wonder if um, the Doctor Strange in the new Spider-Man movie is possibly that one. Maybe certainly oh, possible. At least, uh, at least yeah. sometimes strange. Uh, basically gauging whether or not his hair is down and shaggy or that weird plastic-looking Ken doll font. Yeah. Yeah, because he does have that kind of... I noticed that I watched the the newest trailer, which, well, I guess it was at the movie theater for Venom, which has a couple extra little things in it, but I noticed in the scene when he first meets him, his hair is, like, not normal Dr. Like I said, it's that that weird plastic-looking Ken doll font. God, wouldn't it be awesome to watch a Dr. Strange versus Dr. Strange fight? Yeah. Yeah. I think we'll get it in Multiverses of Madness. Yeah. 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 Supposedly there is some leaked uh, Garfield footage, but they don't know if it was a deep fake or not. It could have been. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Wait for the next trailer at this point. Well. I'm still dead set on the on the, the guy who slams down all the paperwork being, being Daredevil. There's been a lot of Daredevil talk lately. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be interesting. I just, they're really selling this multiverse thing. So I, it, they are. It. I'm into it. And yeah, like, I'm here for like, 
Kevin Kevin Feige. No, yeah, yeah. Yep. Kevin Feige. Feige pudding has very much said they have multiple multiple boards up, making sure that they don't fuck this multiverse <laughs> thing up. They're tracking every storyline to make sure that it's succinct and makes sense. I love it. You know that the fan, the, the toxic fan base would. I mean, they're gonna bitch anyways, but. They're trying their damnedest to not fuck it up, which yeah. I, I applaud them for. I mean, I'm sure not everything's going to be 100%, but they're if they get 98, you know, whatever percent, fine. I mean, sure. Mm-hmm. I didn't read a lot of the multiverse comics to begin with, but again, that was about the time I started. My head hurt because I'm like, why? why is there, there's too many. I don't want to. That hurts my brain. Also, I believe from episode two of this very podcast, he has been known as Kevin Feige Pudding. It's a true story. Yeah. That's pretty, pretty sure. Yeah. True story. <laughs> Sounds accurate. If not episode one. Pretty sure it's episode two. But I would go back and listen, but we both know that won't happen. No. <laughs> You've never listened to a single episode. Why start now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's fine. You don't have to. Um, yeah, no, what if is it? It's, or, it it's, it's imposter syndrome. I can't. It's difficult for me. No, that's fair. Um, uh, I mean... All the way up until episode eight, I honestly did not think any of this was going to be interconnected, except for like that those couple of moments where like, again, I figured it was just these episodes are pretty much like the watcher flipping channels on a TV. Yeah, yeah that's exactly. what it felt like. Yeah. He's just flipping through he's the just, different. He's got his YouTube queue going. And Ultron is only next to Doctor Strange is the second person to actually talk to the watcher. Yep. Who. Uh, has a name, uh, Ulan Uatu, but he's Uatu, not named Uatu in the series because they didn't want anyone to get confused. And oh wait, is there more than one Watcher? Which we already know there's more than one Watcher. We've this seen is in Guardians we, of the Galaxy two, right? Yeah, and Stan Lee is a is a messenger boy from the for the Watchers. Confirmed so. Watcher, yeah. Uh, he's not confirmed a watcher. He's confirmed to be associated with the watcher. But I like that they showed how powerful they are. That they're not just like, oh, we just watch stuff. Like they actually have like powers and they can actually fight back. Not that they ever need to, but like until now, until now. Right. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Which I wonder how this is all going to play in with Kang. And we're going to fucking find out, I guess. This is going to be like, you have to watch it a hundred times just to follow the whole story. Shh, don't. Just so don't, excited uh, to be confused and have my mind blown at the time. So. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm upset I'm going to have to go back and watch the fucking series again because yeah. now I have to go back and go, okay, where did all of this connect? Is fucking, did, did we see this before? Um, so in the trailers, uh, before we get to the kind of really cool one that I was kind of fascinated by, but I don't very much care for the story, but was very fascinated by the, it. The first one was the House of Dragon teaser trailer drop, which storyline takes place 200 years before the fall of the fucking throne that we saw in Game of Thrones. So um, the Targaryens is what they're following, looks like. And yep. uh, it looks, I don't know, it looks fascinating. Uh, I'm excited. Yeah. But I, I also simp for Matt Smith, so let's do this. So I was Matt Smith. Oh, yeah. He's Damon, like, he's Damon Targaryen. I look like Matt Smith. Yeah, fucking Matt Smith. He looks weirdly good as a blonde. He, I'm yeah. into it. And he also looked, at first, it kind of, at first glance, he looked like the dude, this, the brother from Daenerys. I mean, clearly, they are supposed to look alike because they're Targaryens, but right. uh, he looked a lot like him. And I was like, is that the same? Oh, no, that's Matt Smith. Is that Matt Smith? Uh, so good to know. Uh, yeah, it looks fun. Looks good. Looks. I mean, I'm intrigued. I'll watch it, I'm sure, because I don't know. I'm a sucker. I don't know how many seasons it's supposed to be, if it's just supposed to be one or... No idea. So, 
Uh, did George R. R. Martin? Did he ever finish the fucking? No. Nope, not yet. Not yet. He's gonna die first. I guarantee. He is. It. What book is he stuck on? The last Six. one. No. Oh. Six. Really? I thought I thought he was writing the last one right now. Nope. Nope. It's uh, what a wad. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, what's the name? The name he's listed is uh, Winds of Winter, and then I believe the next one is uh, A Rite of Spring, is the final book supposedly. Right. right. So I don't know why I fucking know that. I'm, I'm disappointed he didn't name it Splishy Splash, but okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm so upset at how funny that is. <laughs> <laughs> it should not be funny. God damn it! It's my cadence, <laughs> right? And then uh, today, yesterday, a trailer dropped for Cyrano, which is led by today Peter, yeah, Peter today. Dinklage, which seems to be a musical. Yeah, it sure is. I didn't know there was a musical musical version of Cyrano. Uh, yes and no. There have been I, different adaptations over the years. I know there's an opera. There have been different adaptations over the years, including a musical Cyrano. Uh, I, I don't know if this is the same. I think this is supposed to be original. I, I believe it's original. But I, first of all, I love Peter Dinklage. Same. Second of all, the fact that they took a well-known story and I, they didn't completely redo it, but they took out the thing that Cyrano is known for, his big fat fucking nose, big long ass nose, and just, nope, we're just going to make it Peter Dinklage. Which no, I, it's, a good, it's a good call. It's a great call. And I think it's, it's I like it when, it, kind of much like with the Boz Lerman Romeo and Juliet, like when you get creative with some a, a piece of classic literature. Literature. Wasn't there a Steve Martin movie based on Cyrano? Yes, there was. Rocks. Roxanne. Was Roxanne. Yeah. And another one that was not not Cyrano de Bergerac, which was called L.A. Story, which a sign talked to him when he was out with this girl. But it was, anyways. It also starred Steve Martin. Um, L.A. Story. Yeah. Wasn't that also? Didn't that also have Patrick Stewart in it? Maybe. I have to look it up. I feel um, like yes. Yeah. <coughs> uh, yeah, but then he was a fire captain. Yeah, it was fucking. Anyways. Uh, so yeah, I. It looks great. Um, I'm not Cyrano de Bergerac has not been a story that I've really cared for or really liked. Um, I mean, Roxanne the movie was okay. La Story was funny and interesting. Uh, it's just it's not. <sighs> but I think this will breathe some. Very much some new life into it. I don't know that I'm going to rush out to the theater to see it, but I will definitely see it when it comes to home mm-hmm. to you know video, not video, but whatever streaming service it ends up. I'm sure it'll end up on HBO. Uh, so I'll I'll wait for it for then. But it it does. I'm I like I said I like it when uh, a a uh, uh, writers can be can reinvent a classic literature story and hopefully not lose. The punch of the story, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Like I said, the best example I can think of is Baz Luhrmann's Romeo and Juliet, which I thought was absolutely fascinating, and they didn't ruin any of Romeo and Juliet, which is, oddly enough, my favorite Shakespeare show out of all the Shakespeare. Romeo and Juliet is? Yeah. All right. It's like one I can watch again and again. I don't know why. Mainly because of Mercutio, probably, but... Uh, that's Mer- a good fucking reason. Mercutio, 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 Mercury Sable. I don't know. Um, so yeah, it looks good. I'm like I said, 
Yeah, I'm here for it. I I, I will watch uh, Peter Dinklage in a Cyrano movie. Hell yeah! Is it, it's a musical too? Fuck yeah! Sign me up. And he's the lead. Yeah, legitimately the lead. And he sword fights. Wasn't fucking Fuck yeah? Wasn't Ant Man fucking Paris in that movie? Yes. Fuck. In in Romeo plus Juliet. Oh, Boslerman's Romeo plus Juliet. Yes, he yeah, was. yeah, yeah, yeah. He was. Yes, That's... he was. John Leguizamo was also in that movie. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. Yes, he he was. Yeah, there's a whole. Uh, so was uh, weirdly, I think uh, Leonardo DiCaprio was in that movie. Yeah, who's oh that? yeah, who's I think guy? Claire Danes maybe too. Uh, no, I was thinking of one of the his little funky kafunkies. Uh, was it Seth Green? No, Kef- Jamie Kennedy. You're thinking of Jamie, Jamie Kennedy. Kennedy. Jamie Kennedy. <laughs> You're welcome. I'm sorry. The, the Walmart version of Seth Green. Yes, Jamie Kennedy. <laughs> Horrifically accurate. The less funny. The less funny. Yeah, you're right. It was Jamie Kennedy. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, Jamie Kennedy is the Kmart version of Seth Green. The Walmart version, you're thinking of Nick Swardson. Possibly. Yeah. Maybe. I guarantee it. He's also a native Minnesotan. Nick Swardson? Yes. Yeah, I know. I love him. Sure I love is. him dearly. I, he is absolutely the Walmart uh, Seth Green. Yeah. Oh, and Jesse Bradford was Balthazar. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. That movie was surprisingly packed. Brian Dennehy was in it. I he mean, sure was. Fuck. <laughs> he was. He was a. Uh, Even his long sword. Jesus. Yeah, he was Romeo's dad. Yep. And what's her name is uh, Romeo, uh, Juliet's mom, I can't think. And the lady who was the nurse, which I believe was. Uh, what's her name from Harry Potter? Uh, she was uh, no, maybe not the pot lady. Uh, oh, maybe she the pot lady. Are you talking about uh, the, uh, the the herb, the herbology, the herbology professor? Yes. professor? You are correct. Was I uh, Professor Sprout? By the so way, so she was in. She was the nurse, right? Yeah. Oh, good. I wasn't. See, yeah. Boom. Well done. Well done. Couldn't remember her name, but Pete Postlewaite was the uh, the, the, the the priest. The priest, yeah, oh, he, yeah, he was. I, a so great good. actor. This is fucking tat, badass tattoos. What the fuck all were over. we yeah. talking about originally? I don't fucking know. Cyrano, Cyrano, Cyrano. Drink, drink, fuckers. <laughs> Two drinks because we <laughs> forgot. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. Good job, Peter Dinklage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Peter Dinklage. Come, come on, on our podcast. podcast. <laughs> it's my bet. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, but Pete Postlewaite, come on our podcast. He's oh, dead. For sure. <laughs> He's dead. What? He is not. Yes, he is. Well, no. Then get a medium and a Ouija board. Pete Postlewaite, come on our podcast. Pete Postlewaite's corpse, come on our podcast. I believe he died years ago. He did not. He did. I'm almost willing to bet. 2011. 2011. Jesus. Uh-huh, Ten years yeah. That's so much younger than I thought he was. People are like, who is this guy? I'm like, he was the <sighs> fucking priest and Bummer. he had a lot of great other great roles but he was uh, probably my favorite person to ever play that priest role because he just his voice and the way he he was in the lost world jurassic park thank you oh, that's right he was that's true that's true he was all right he was go? he was the Muldoon right. of that movie so are we gonna do a happy ending on venom on this episode or we wanna wait yeah let's, yeah, do let's it. fucking do it this episode do what's what's hot and fresh baby i did just see it yesterday so it is uh We'll just move on to so we're gonna do a happy ending of Venom, and uh, we're gonna spoil the shit out of it. Right. Uh, so first, let's do uh, nerd grabs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I got some nerdy thing. Well, one thing is not so nerdy, uh, but I did uh, buy some cat skills. 
Yeah. I bought the bullet, bought, bought the, bit the bullet, whatever. Because uh, my my other boots were just kind of, they mm. ripped on me that, on that Saturday and I was angry and whatever. And they're just kind of falling apart. But I mean, I can repair them, but it's like, how much am I going to keep repairing them? Other than, or should I just spend the money and get, you know? Yeah, I, I, I repaired my old uh, Excaliburs once. And after that, I was like, well, I'm not repairing these anymore. Yeah. 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 And uh, so I got those. What, I got a couple other things. Oh, I got some awesome T-shirts. I got a Spaceballs a T-shirt T-shirt. Nice. Um, I got a Flynn's Arcade T-shirt. And then I got a Lego Spaceman T-shirt, which is literally just the space logo on the blue Lego dude, the little gold planet. Like what's the, on his, yeah, on the Lego torso, yeah. Which matches my tattoo <gasps> uh, right there. So uh, I bought that. That was, that was fun. Three fun T-shirts. And then yesterday I was at Half Price Books, and I found this book. Um and it goes through Star Wars and it's like fandom sort of memorabilia, but it talks about like all these promotional things and blah, blah, blah. And supposedly has memorabilia in it. So I, I'll show it to you when we leave. I think it's somewhere. Um, but it, you open it up and it's got like, you know, the press pass from the original uh, Star Wars, whatever, and some other things. And I'm sure they're all recreations and not originals, but it's kind of cool to see all the things like that are like little fun it does have an original cell from the <laughs> the ewoks animated series uh so that's kind of cool um talking about the animated show and stuff like that so it's it's kind of a history of star wars and kind of fun little oh. book i got for not very much at half price books so oh. yeah i think that was it for nerd grabs i don't think i got anything else uh no T-shirts and a book. Cool. And Catskills. That I bought from Joanna. Yeah. Yeah. At, if you bought Catskills, I assume you bought them from Joanna. It would kind of be a dick move if I didn't. If you bought them from Todd, I would just assume it's because he's bald and you felt a kinship. Like a kinship? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, nice. That'd be weird. Nice. Um, so I bought, I bought a new wooden mug for myself. Um, I'm retiring my stocks mug finally. Because the seal is gone. <laughs> That's got to... It's done. Here we seal it for free. Cool. They can... They can certainly try. <laughs> I have my doubts. Um, but uh, this is kind of gross at this point. So I'm retiring it. And I'm fine with that. Uh, but I went to Wondrous Works and Wood yeah. to get a new mug. Mm-hmm. And uh, I like it. It's... it's it's steinish, which is nice. It's a little. It's wider than my previous one, a little bit shorter, but like roughly holds the same amount, which is great. So that was that was all I bought that I can think of right now. Maybe I bought something else, but I don't know. Nick, that it? Yeah. He's Nick. I'm Kevin. You're Kevin. That's right. <laughs> um. So I bought a a pike extension for my one of my light my uh, nice my custom lightsaber nice yeah. and uh, I had I had accidentally burnt out the electronics on it because mm. I was trying to find the well, a charger for it and uh, I put something in a little too powerful and burnt it out yeah but it was the it was the the base model so not very expensive and and so I emailed them like I'm hey I'm gonna buy a, a pike for my lightsaber, but can I also send back um, 
my electronics. Um, I burnt it out because he he does a warranty on it. He's like he's like yeah yeah sure. Um, I'm out of the base, so it's gonna be a while before I could ship that. Otherwise, if you wanted to just uh, pay a very small fee, uh, I can upgrade you to the Profi 2.2. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> um, so I got that, uh, and now the the with the a my saber plugged into the pike and the the NeoPixel blade, it now goes basically like maybe two inches from my ceiling <laughs> and um uh, it's 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 so fucking cool it's uh it, the profi neopixel lightsabers are very neat um i should have brought it i just i was out and about all day today so i didn't really have it's time okay. um but it has uh some some pretty cool fonts but it has uh two that i'm very very fond of um and that is the empress uh, Empress Palpatine font, which is sort of a flamey-looking, pulsating red with like little yellow right. sparks. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and then there's uh, the. It's called the darkness, but it's basically a flame saber. So it, it flickers like it's fire, um, and it starts huh. yellow at the bottom and is red at the tip. So it goes uh, yellow to orange to red. Right. Um, and what's interesting is if you hold it upside down, it shortens. No, it shortens. Oh. So that it's just barely coming out of the tube like, you know, a, a flame would. Right. Um, it's it's by far my favorite. It seems cool, but in practicality reasons and fighting styles, it seems like it would be... Shut up. It's cool looking. <sighs> I'm not, I don't care about practicality. Okay. I believe you. It's just, it's for looking neat, and it's going to be for, like, a costume later. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not worried about practical fighting, especially since the pike is, um, like, the, the tip and the, the screwing part are metal, but the rest of the, the pike is wood. Right. Um, and it's a sturdy wood, but I wouldn't trust it to really do, like, uh, spear fighting or anything like that. Um, Interesting. But I can... I, I still I do still have a cap for the lightsaber, so I can just take it out and then put a cap and yeah, yeah, yeah. bust a cap and what have you. Uh, so yeah, it's it, it's it's very very neat, and I'm I'm very pleased with it. Nice. Um, and the other sort of nerd grab I got was a three hour long psych eval today. It was it was interesting. Um, he had me do like a bunch of weird puzzles and like word problems and like uh, pattern recognition. Um, I had to do a, an actual real Rorschach test. Oh Jesus, really? Yeah, Ugh. it was which I'd never done before. Um, so that was very interesting. Well, it, yeah. Um, but yeah, so it, so hopefully I'll get some 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 answers soon on. That's good. On where my head is at. Fucked up like the rest of us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, uh, uh, or, uh, or, uh, I, I've taken a, listen, I've taken a lot of psychology, psychology courses. And the Rorschach test is just, I don't know, it's, it's an interesting test, but like the, tell us the first thing that pops in your mind. I don't think anybody ever says like, he didn't, he didn't do that. Oh, didn't he? No, nope. oh, good. He, he oh, said, good. he said, take a look at this. Let Think me, about it. I want to know everything you see. And he kept going, what else? What else? Interesting. 
Oh, good. So it was it the right way. Yeah, it wasn't just a quick like first thing that comes to your head. It was ah, bat, another bat, uh, bat, penis, uh, <laughs> Batman. Whatever word comes into my head first, I don't know. Spider Man, right. bat. <laughs> good. Then he did it the right way. Masturbation. Which have you ever seen the? Uh, I think it, you can get it on Wish uh, or Geek, whatever generic website you buy. But it's like the Rorschach mask that changes color by when, you breathing. Yep, <laughs> I, I have seen that, and they're they're available on Amazon too. They they work basically with heat. Right. So if you're if you're already a toasty headed fella, exactly, it it works for well, shit. It, yeah. Well, um, but it would, I just figured like if you if it's going off your breathing too, like it would just be like this part that would be changing. You know, because and that's mostly what it is. It's very, it's a very cool concept, especially yes. if you like cosplaying fuck yeah. faces. Um, yeah. But yeah, in, in practicality, for <laughs> for a, a heady boys like us, it's not very. Not, I, I don't think it would work very well. That's right. How to work today, by the way. Anyway, so that's neither here nor there. Uh, so yeah, so lightsaber, cool. And you're gonna buy me one when you're Disney. Yeah, because. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have some nerd grabs next time. <laughs> yeah, I want a blade too. So same actually, because next time we'll record is after I come back too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're sorry about the mix up in our schedules and the way that it was delivered. I fucked up, so that was my bad. This actually works better, I think, what with all of us going on vacation and then waiting until we all get back. I I, I think this is this was actually a better way to do it. Right, but I posted yeah. the episode way late. Well, you know, shit happens. Like I totally had it set up, ready to go, and then I forgot to post it. I was like, oh, I got to post this tomorrow. Like I even had the day off. I wasn't like doing anything special. Just forgot to post it, and then it slipped my mind. Slipped my mind. I was like, "Shit, I gotta post it," and then it, I forgot about it again. I classic. Know. I had a lot of things on my mind last week, so poop. Classic. Uh, yeah. I think yeah. I didn't really buy anything at Fest other than Catskills because that was enough. I got a wooden goblet from the same place where I've got hey, it. Jim, Wonders Works and yeah. Oh yeah, for your yeah, yeah your Porthos yeah thing. Yeah, it's glorious. It's very cute. Oh. Rob, I did want to say earlier. I did enjoy our little five-minute shtick that we were kind of starting to do. Oh, yeah. Like, I'd come... I'd, so I would just show up at uh, whatever booth Nick was at um, and do some five-minute shtick with him and just... Um, usually work best at Crown. Yeah, you usually work best at Crown because that line was... Long. Well-situated, too. And there's though. not a show right over your shoulder. Yeah. I mean, the Tortugas the, are performing, but... Okay. They're over there, and I don't yeah. give a shit. They make yeah. way more money than my than yeah. I do, so fuck, fuck them. them. Right. Ah! <laughs> it's back! Doctor! Doctor! There it is. Um, But yeah, because it, it would always start out with... And I, I I, don't care if it's old gets old. I think it's still funny when you're like, hey, Nick, you're like, well, how does it... You just come up and go... Good morning, Nicholas. I'd be like, good morning, Nicholas. Yep. God, that's weird. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> Love but, it. Every time. I got I was hoping we could work on that a little bit more, but I mean, like for next year, but whatever character you have, but it, it was just, it was fun. I did enjoy. You would actually call out to me first, usually, and say, Good day, Nicholas. And I would respond, Good day, Nicholas. Right. It weren't either way. It's still weird. Yeah. Uh, and it was, but it was fun. We had fun little moments. And I had fun little moments with Kevin, too, yelling at Portos. I had a name idea. Oh. If Mike and I were to do the, the sort of mm-hmm. Witcher and Dandelion meets Laurel and Hardy thing. Yeah. Uh, Harden and Lorenzo. <laughs> uh, love it. I love it so much. By the way, did you like how I yelled at you? Does that make you, you harden? Yeah. Okay. I'm sure your other fellow musketeers weren't. And yes, that will be a joke. Weren't yes. listening, but I was like, Barthos, you're my favorite musketeer. I was hoping your other constituents would be like, Ur, but they did. I figured they weren't listening. Uh, it, it, 
There was kind of there was a lot of back and forth whether Porthos or D'Artagnan was the favorite musketeer of people who met us. Yeah. Oh, oddly the enough, answer was never Athos, though. So that's the important part. <laughs> so oddly enough, I played into your shtick without even knowing I was playing into your shtick. Exactly. Well done. Boom, bitches. See, that's the kind of connection we have here. Did or I not. tell you guys about? I don't know if I told you on the show. Never mind. Doesn't matter. If I did, I did. I came up with a stupid shtick where I would make up broken proverbs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Because that yeah, that's okay. kind of what we were. Yeah, yeah, and that's what we would do. Is just stand outside your booth, and was I fun. would yell stuff, and you'd just be like, "Ugh." You just get annoyed and annoyed and an- like you would play. I should. Yes, you would I play was annoyed. Playing. And I was trying to like. I'm like, God, maybe I should play it annoyed, and maybe I should be like laughing more. I don't know. But that's what like the thing I wanted to work on, if it was to be like a little thing, become a thing. I just came up with another one that I like. I, the other way I, I found out something, I'll tell you off air what we what we could do. The one about blah, 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 give me a dollar. Oh, a fool and his money are soon parted. Give me a dollar and I'll prove it. That was a joke I did. I stopped using it because people were actually handing me money. And oh. I was like, oh, this isn't how it's supposed to work. You got, all right, fine. Why not? Because I have a contract that says I'm not supposed to take money. But that's... It's different. Well, I was going to say mm-hmm. that my shtick could be, would somebody pay this man and get him the fuck away from me? Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I'm fine with that if you say that to people. Because then I'm not soliciting. It's true. Sorry. Yeah. Well, then there you go. There's your out. That um, I'm fine with. Okay. There's your out. Uh, next year. Next year. Well, next year. We'll see I just happens. thought of another one, though. Uh, a watched pot never boils and a pot watch is stuck on 420. I had so many weed jokes this year, though. I don't know why I had that one. I had a broken clock is wrong, is right twice a day, and in Colorado it's stuck on four twenty. I don't know why. I thought that was funny. I had a Rolling Stone gro- uh, gathers no moss, but in the seventies a lot of grass. I had so many pot jokes. I don't know what was. I, I don't smoke. I weed. I was disappointed with myself that I didn't have like because the lines would just get so long i didn't have enough time to play with the people in line like i couldn't like razz them except for those 21 year olds that was fucking god they're dumb and but they were precious precious little kids who were just barely 21 within a couple months all of them and there was like five or six of them and obviously coming to the fest was like a big deal because now they're like oh we're all 21 we can all drink yay uh, but the ki- what started it was the one kid that said to his friend, who I, I'm assuming is probably like their booze connoisseur, but at 21, what do you really know about booze? I mean, I'm sure there are some, but not these kids. Uh, he was like, no, where does this fall on the alcoholism of, or the alcoholic scale for wine? Or whatever he said about where does it feel, you know, I, I was just like, what? stupidness is this <laughs> so I couldn't let it go and it was fun and they had a good time about it I wasn't like teasing them like to be an asshole well yes you were I was but like a fun asshole right like yeah, a, yeah. like you're t- like I'm, I'm making funny because you're 21 and you don't know what the fuck you're talking about but yeah, yeah. like yeah it was fun. you're like one of the assholes in blazing saddles in the bean scenes needless to say gross but fun I was like I was like what 21 year old knows anything about wine other than your two buck chuck or your fucking Boone's mm-hmm. farm mm-hmm. and the kid's like I like Boone's farm I'm like like they exactly just, they, way to prove my fucking point everything that I was feeding them they're just feeding it right back like yep that's us I'm like and the, like, the people in line were enjoying it, and it was kind of fun. But Roll above the bus with some bottles and dreams. Right. Yeah. And uh, Zima, I'm sure. Just they- with some <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, but uh, it was, I didn't have enough time to do that. Oh, well, that's fine. I made a lot of money. A lot of money. You did make a lot of money, and I sometimes hate you for it. On the other hand, my soul is full, so I'm fine. Well, I was also working every other weekend, so I wasn't working every weekend. And you still made more money than I did, I know. Probably. No, I'm just, I'm certain of it. Saber made so much goddamn money. I, and that's the thing is I'm like, ugh, God. But at the same time, it's, you know, there is, there is a soulful trade-off. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right, right. And I feel like if I went into the mead stuff or any of the beer booths, I would lose my soul. And I was starting to feel that way at the end of stocks. So Right. And I think that's why I was too. And I was, that's why I was like, ah, I got to pull the pin now before it becomes yeah. just bad. And go on our, our own notes rather than yeah. destroying something that we had fun doing, you know, like because of my negativity or whatever. We should move on. We should. We should move on. Uh, yes, we should. Um, all right. So that being said, uh, anything else? Anybody got anything to promote? Stay tuned for our happy ending for Venom, uh, where we will spoil the shit out of Venom. Uh, let there be carnage. And for that being said, this has been Best Threesome Ever, episode 137, brought to you by Heroic Goods and Games and Jaybird Wines. I am Nick. I am Rob. I am Kevin. We will see you next time. Unless you're listening to Happy Ending, then we'll see you shortly. Hi, it's Nick here from Best Threesome Ever. Did you know we're on Facebook and on Instagram? Well, we are. You can find us on Facebook at Best Threesome Ever. You can find us on Instagram at Best underscore Threesome underscore Ever. And you can comment, you can like us, you can ask us questions, you can leave us opinions about what you thought of something we talked about, whatever. Please go like us, follow us, subscribe to our stuff. And maybe if you're interested, buy some of our Best Threesome Ever merchandise in our shop on Facebook. Remember, that's Best Threesome Ever on Facebook and Best underscore Threesome underscore Ever on Instagram. Find us there. And now enjoy this episode's happy endings. Welcome to Best Threesome Ever's Happy Ending, a spoilerific review of whatever movie we just saw where we discuss all of the things that got us there. And we're back. Here we are with our happy ending for the movie Venom, Let There Be Carnage, which I have seen. Kevin, have you seen it? Yes, I've seen hey, it. Hey, Rob, have you seen it? Why, why do you ask questions? All right, you we're, know the answers we're to. back on track. <laughs> <laughs> Things are back to normal. Uh, I just saw it yesterday, so it's, it's pretty fresh in my brain. And Sorry, I'm, j- I'm taking pictures of me being bored during this segment. Ah, gotcha. uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was short. Was it short? It was yeah. only an hour and a half. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's exactly Ooh. what I was just it, about to say. It, it, would, uh, it, it raced. I mean, it was... That means there were not a lot of lows. It was... Uh, holy shit, we gotta get to the next thing now. Oh, my God. But... Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's too bad because I feel like the trailer really does set up a lot of interesting like character comedy. And, and there, and that's the thing is that you would think there would have been a, a more time to really flesh out like... Um, uh, like Cletus's youth, and uh, <laughs> you know how he really like his and Shriek's relationship, but it was right. all done in like this weird, like cartoon. And until he said his uh. yeah, and until he said it, her name, I couldn't remember what I was like. Is that that's not Banshee? What's her name? Ah, Shriek. Shriek. And it, it Banshee's took me, a thoroughly different it, character. Yes. Definitely not a female. But either. there was a f- no. There was a female Banshee. I don't remember. Her. Siren. Siren. Thank Siren, you. Siren. Yes. Banshee is an X Men. Right, but it was Marvel. So right. what's interesting is they refute. They refer to what she does very specifically. Yes. As a mutation. Yes. 
Because mm-hmm. they're uh-huh. at, the, at the school that they are at. So they may have snuck in the first mutant. Yes. Mm-hmm. With no pomp and circumstances. Like, here you go, fuckers. Here you go. Suck it. Uh-huh. But it's Sony still, so I don't know if they got away with that. Associ- However, it associates but Marvel. But that, but... But we'll get they, there. Oh yeah, we'll get there. I know about this. We'll so I do. There. So I haven't seen the movie, but I was spoiled about something in the movie. Um, so Naomi Harris is uh, great in it, oh, as she always is. Yeah. She that that woman has insane range. And it took me a while. I'm like, until probably the credits when I had to look it up. I'm like, is that Nymph? Not Nymphadora, but it, uh, from Pirates. And I was like, yes, it is. Okay, Tia cool. Dama. Tia Dama. That's the name. Thank you. Uh, and then and then a Wahlberg showed up. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Which no, that's one? Not, that's, that's not a Wahlberg. Wasn't it? No. That guy's an English actor. He was in... Funny looks, story, though. So, he looks exactly like a fucking Wahlberg. He does. I spent he the is, entire movie thinking that was one of the... Like the like the fourth Wahlberg brother. He was in Band of Brothers with... Are you sure it's not a Wahlberg? Then? Yes. I'm okay. positive because he's English. He's actually English. He was in, he was in uh, Snatched. He was the little guy in Snatch next to Jason Statham. Oh, holy shit. He sure was. And he played, but uh, What's-His-Nuts was also in it. Uh, why can't I think of the lead actor's name in Venom? That Tom Hardy? Tom Hardy was also in uh, Band of Brothers, so I thought it was funny that these His two were- was Stephen Graham, and he looks so much like a Wahlberg. He very much does. Like Holy he very, shit. You are very correct. He does. He's very English, though, so not a Wahlberg. But that's the thing. He wasn't English in this. And no, his, no, no, his no. Ac- it, He wasn't know, English in- He sounded like a goddamn Wahlberg. Yeah, it, well, yeah, and same with Band of Brothers. He was not English. He was very- But in Snatch, he's very English. Uh, so That just makes me like him more. Yeah. He's very good. He's fun. Um, I, I can get Wahlberg style without Wahlberg name brand. Perfect. So I thought it was kind of funny that those two were in the same movie playing opposites of each other uh, when they've already been in, you know, when, when sure. people are in movies together or shows or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yes, the, so the Wahlberg shows up. Sorry, I didn't mean to. So he, he plays the lead detective who's working with uh, Tom Hardy, who's now returned to investigative journalism um, to basically find the... Um, the undiscovered victims of uh, Cletus Cassidy. Okay. Yeah. And uh, the, the hair pieces they had on Woody Harrelson. Was that supposed to look more comic booky? I couldn't. Yeah. Yes. And it was, okay. it, it was sure better than, than the, the curls of, of Venom one. Correct. Uh, but I, that's why I was wondering if like, the way that it was styled was supposed to more represent what they showed in the comic. Cause I, I, while I have, I think I have a couple of carnage venom comics. I don't. And, and, and I will say the the movie was very fun, but there were a lot of times I was thinking to myself, why are they doing that? Yes. Stop that. Yes. Don't go there. Agreed. What is wrong with you? Agreed. Uh, but you know, it's, it is what it is. Right. Um, the the sort of the odd couple that they really uh, kind of morphed into mm-hmm. between Eddie and Venom. Right. Uh, was was phenomenal. Uh huh. Um, very very funny, and we got to have your funny twingly feelings when Venom became her like gay icon. Oh. Oh yeah, that too. Uh, but Venom's a gay icon now, by the way. Yeah, uh, but no, when he overtook when he overtook the uh, 
Yeah, and and I noticed he he did take over. I think another girl's body. A few. Uh, but he he still was just venom. Yeah. He only puts on the the sexiness when it's her. When it's her. Yeah. And that's because he's also in love with her. Yes, I agree. Hooray! I think. Um. I'll admit I wasn't actually paying attention during that part. I'm sorry. Cool. That's <laughs> all right. Uh, so, uh, yeah, there was that. And then uh, I did Woody do the voice of Carnage then? I, I don't think he did. I'm not entirely sure Woody knows how to hide that twang. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I believe that. Which was funny because in Cheers he was supposed to be from Minnesota and very not. Very not. Yeah. Uh Hilariously, I did not know about this, by the way. The uh, the director, however, was fucking Andy, Andy Circus. Yeah. Yes, yeah, that's amazing. Which I, which I, you can, not that you can tell, but it's very, it it was very different and good, and you could tell that he obviously knows how to capture people in movement, if that makes sense. Well, yeah, I mean, and with the amount of CGI in this movie. I was surprised that, to find out that Tom Hardy helped write this. He's oh, one of the yeah. three writers. That doesn't surprise me at all. He's, he's, Tom Hardy is to Venom as Ryan Reynolds is to Deadpool. And that, and again, I like it, or, or like, uh, I, I like it when actors, and I've said this before, really take on their characters and really learn about them like Margot Robbie learning about Harley Quinn and um, Gal Gadot with Wonder Woman and really you know taking part in their character development um, and leadership of their de- character development so when uh, Woody Harrelson was was in talks for Venom 2 uh-huh. um, and he was told well we'd like to do the same thing with you uh, that we do with with Eddie, where Tom Hardy is the voice of both um, uh, is both himself and the voice of Venom. Mm-hmm. We would like you to do this with Carnage, and and Woody Harrelson was like, "I don't know if I can." Andy, I think you should do it. So is Andy? No, Andy Circus said, "No, you can do this. I believe on in you. I will help." It's yeah, as you say, it sounds it, like Andy Circus coached Woody Harrelson. To get the Carnage voice, Fantastic. which if you're gonna have anyone coach you to do a monster voice, right? Wouldn't you want fucking Gollum? I would immediately come the the second I left the studio, <laughs> right? Um, but that's that's I that makes that. me like this even more now. Yeah. Yes, because he, I didn't think it was him. I didn't think it was either. I thought it was either Tom wow. Hardy doing it because of obviously being the son of Venom, right? Uh, like the voice would be similar. The voice would be similar, so they would just be like, "Hey, you're doing one. Why don't I, you do both?" I love that. I love that idea. That's oh, that that gives me warm feelings all over my chest and I, penis. Uh, <laughs> and I'm I'm very <laughs> impressed that they kept that aspect of the storyline. That it was that you know he because symbiotes reproduce basically a, asexually. They yeah. just like yeah. okay, I'm gonna split over here now and become a new thing. Right, um, and not only that, but. Again, an act. What I'm, I'm, I'm with you guys that it makes it even more impressive. But more impressive that a seasoned actor such as Woody Harrelson was challenged to do something, and he rose to the occasion and didn't say no. I'm too important. I'm not going to do that. And just said, okay, I guess if you have faith in me, I'll do it. And he did, and worked out phenomenally for sure. 
Um, yeah, I'm. That's I'm, impressive. I'm pretty floored by that. Yeah, it's not like a Bruce Willis. You'd be like, mm, no, <laughs> fuck Bruce Willis. I'm with you, but you know what I mean. Um, Woody yeah. Harrelson, come on our podcast. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. It was a very fun movie. I laughed a few times. Well, I laughed a lot. Well, I was going to say I laughed a shitload. Sure um, I can't think of a really dull movement. A, a dull moment. I mean, there were some like you were saying where you're like, okay, what? Uh, uh, all right, okay, I guess we're going that way. All right. Mostly revolving anytime uh, he had to be like at the police station. Yeah. Um. But other than that, yeah, it uh, it just sort of kept going. And like I had said earlier, um, Venom decides to 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 fuck off for a while and <laughs> sure takes does. over a few different hosts. Uh, that was fun. It, it brings him to a, a gay club. Um. <laughs> Where he um, takes the mic and starts talking about, you know, um, being who you are despite what other people think you should be and, <laughs> and being true to yourself. And, and everyone's like cheering him on, like, yes, Venom, go queen. And he's like, I like you people. <laughs> so Venom is a gay icon now, uh, just like Thor is a lesbian icon. Right. And it Fair. was, yeah. I mean, and it was very short. It was shorter than I was like, God, I don't know. <laughs> I was like well, oh, so holy shit, this is done. Okay, cool. And it's done. And um, so you were right, by the way. They they were basically showing the end. Um, like there was a lot more after that, but like what you thought was like the the climax. Scene. Oh. You were you were very, in the church. You were very much correct. Oh. Well, thank you. It happens infrequently. Let's write this one down for the <laughs> history books, kids. Uh, yeah, and I'm I'm glad. I felt that. It, it felt that it finished very quicker than it should have. Like again, where you have two, like they were like, we got this great fight, blah blah blah. But how do we end it? Oh, let's just ding a bell and fucking, and then Venom well, meets him. That um, I, the the bell is is a very important storyline with the symbiotes. I was right. going to say um, a bell is like it, it's a huge part of any uh, symbiote storyline. That's, that's how Spider Man got rid of got rid of it. Yeah, and it went to Eddie Brock. Um, in both the comics, the cartoon, and the the, the absolute horseshit Spider Man Three, yeah, mm-hmm. um, those are pipes. So like, but but like the church bell, uh, it being part of uh, the the symbiotic separation has has always been sort of a staple of the storyline. Yeah. It's it's like the it's it's Martha Thomas's pearls, and yes, yeah, and I liked very much how they really did show the difference between a symbiotic relationship. Martha that Wayne. Why did I say Martha Thomas? Why did I say both their first names? Anyway, that's okay. <laughs> Martha uh, Wayne. We knew who you meant. Uh, they showed the, how a symbiotic relationship works between Venom, but then they also point out, hey, their weakness is the fact that they are not one and the same, that they are opposing forces and they're not very together, and which worked in their favor to a point. I mean, the church bell is also... a. But I mean, the, the, of, and, and but what they really push is that the the sound is, is more effective if the the host and the symbiote aren't one hundred percent like Venom right. and Eddie are. Sure. Whereas uh, Cletus was very much in love with Shriek. Carnage didn't like her because her power is specifically hurt. designed to yeah yeah hurt him yeah hurt him yeah. I was gonna say though real quick. Um, I mean the church bell goes all the way back to the original comics and right. it's an allegorical narrative device to uh, symbolize um, freeing yourself of one's sins by going to church. But anyways, <laughs> it is it's it is it like does. it is. <laughs> 
I guess. So it's a church bell. Okay. It's, it's a church bell. Like it rings and all of the evil and sin is washed away from Peter Parker when the bell rings. Isn't that how it works in real life? No. See, when church bells ring, all I think is the God bells. God doesn't exist, Kevin. The bells. <laughs> God is a fictional character made up in the ni- in the third century. All right. Easy, lefty. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. So I think of Hunchback. All for the revolution, <laughs> sir. All for the revolution. Uh, I think of Hunchback and Notre Dame, but. Mm. Yeah, no, that's, that's fair. And then that scene that for the first time when I saw it creep me out and scared me as a kid, but the. Feed the bird scene in Mary Poppins. Oh, totally. Oh, fuck. I don't know. It was weird. I don't know why it scared me. It shouldn't have because he's very much talking about this lady who feeds the birds. I don't know. Anyways. Uh, but yeah, generally sh- church bells are that. That's their narrative device too, though. Hmm. Like it's the call to. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, sanctity, I guess. Sanctuary. Uh, but yeah, everything, everything gets sort of. Wrapped, wrapped up, up nicely. And, and, and then we come to the spoiler thing that I learned. And then, By the uh, way, folks. This is the big fucking spoiler. If this you don't is, care about like if you don't care about the movie, that's fine, but this is really important. So if you don't want to hear a spoiler about bigger things than just Venom, just get out now. So okay. son of a bitch, this is the reason to see the movie. Uh-huh. And I and I <laughs> kind of when as soon as they started showing the credits the post credit scene, I'm like I I have a feeling. I have a feeling. Are they gonna? Are so they? It it goes to uh, it, the the movie ends with with Eddie sort of on a, a beach, yeah. On, uh, finally uh, taking a little break and bringing Venom um, to the. I, beach. I have to say, uh, Tom Hardy definitely looked better in this one than in Venom, the first one. He wasn't Less just sickly. a sweaty hoodie mess. He was actually like wearing low cut shirts and. You know, looking like a hot superhero, guns. like nice. you said. Right. Um, so this one, uh, so the 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 postcard starts, and he's in like his bed in like his bungalow or whatever. Um, and he's just watching TV, and he's having a conversation with Venom about how you know Venom never shows him anything from like space and what he's experienced. He's like, and that that's because your puny mind couldn't take a fraction of it. And Eddie was like, "Give me what you got, baby. Try me out." He's like, "All right, I'm gonna give you a big one," but then things shudder. And quake, and there's a flash of light, and they're both wondering what the fuck just happened. And the room is changed, and on TV is J. Jonah Jameson, played by J.K. Fuck Simmons, telling the world that Peter Parker is Spider-Man, to which Venom gets up, sees him, gets really agitated at the TV and then licks Peter Parker's face saying I like I know this one or something like that I, yeah and uh, uh, to which Sabre thought was was uh, a bit flirtatious but I saw it as I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking eat that kid I'm gonna eat his whole fucking face and the nanosecond I see him whose whose face was it Peter uh, Tom Holland's thank Tom you Holland. that's yeah. what I wanted to hear specifically yeah it was like, Tom Holland. JK Simmons we know he's but it was it was the it was the exact moment from from uh, Far From Home where, where J.K. Sino- Simmons yeah, uh, shows reveals. the world that uh, Spider-Man is Peter Parker and Venom uh, licks the TV as if to say uh, I, that's a brain I'm going to eat because that was like the one of the big things of this movie was um, he has to survive on one of two things chocolate or brains yeah oh because there's something that the the, 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 the chocolate is a substitute because it releases a chemical the same chemical yeah. that uh, yeah that the, the, that the brain creates naturally oh right so how come he didn't? One question: How come he didn't? When Venom, when Carnage ate somebody, he like he's like power up and he ate the dude, the priest's head. He's like he gets bigger. He hulks up, but like Venom, he doesn't. And then even when he ate Carnage, he didn't uh, because even. I think Carnage um, uh, is is if I recall fed on 
um, that fear oh, okay. gland, which yeah. is why causing carnage sure. yeah. powers him. My favorite part is he comes in, he's like, we're gonna, he's like, it's a red one. We got to get the fuck out of here. We got to leave now. What? No, we got to stay. No, 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 no. We got to leave. It's a red one. We got to go. We got to go. <laughs> and then he's like, as soon as he gets talked into going, he's like, we're going to, it's time to die. He goes, you're right. And he goes, no, I'm talking about us. <laughs> All right. Time to die. That's the spirit. I'm talking about us. <laughs> that was. Oh, I need to see this. I really do. It, it was it was fun. I, I, I'm not going to call it by any means some sort of thought provoking masterpiece. No. But goddamn, it was it was. Sounds a, like it moved the story along too. It was so. it was a good action flicking by God fucking scene. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty crazy. It, it sure sounds like Sony is setting up to take. I I I don't want to give you the credit on this. Because I don't, because I don't want it to happen, is what I mean. Not, I know. I, <laughs> not I because I don't want to give you credit on things. I don't, but that's just me being an <laughs> asshole. Um, it does okay, seem Rob, like... I still love you. I know you do, know. sucker. Um, <laughs> it seems like Sony's decided to get cuddlier. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah, it sounds like they're looking for a clean, clean break, and... Mm, or at least... I mean, it could go one of two ways. It could be that that Sony's looking for a clean break, or Sony is looking to offload and give them a way in and take a graceful exit. Yeah, I don't think that's or true. If it's not a full acquisition, like a partner, a very strong partnership, yeah. which I'd be okay with too, because it, like I said before, like with Sony, pick the Sony, the the film area or film, Sony Films. Yeah, they don't produce a lot of films. No, and maybe Sony does. I mean, Sony will never lose out on making TVs or video cameras or yeah. cameras or whatever devices, video game consoles, video game for consoles. Example. Yeah, right. Uh, or Oculus because they Oculus is yep. you know they got that going for them. But I, so I think maybe if they got rid of their film division, it, it wouldn't. It wouldn't, I mean, it would be a loss, but and I understand why you don't want it to happen, and I get that. I just, it's got, I, they got to do something with it because Sony, there is no way Sony Pictures could keep both Spider Man and Venom alive as well as Marvel could. I agree. No, what I, what I don't want to happen is Sony takes back Spider Man and just fucks off to their own world and doesn't worry about MC. Like, I genuinely hope. That Sony is just is going to move forward with this as a as a reasonable partnership with Disney about just working these characters so that they can they can work together on this thing. Well, and this adds more fuel to the to the whether Morbius is in the MCU or not, like in that yeah. particular universe. Or yeah, because with Adrian Toomes being in the in the trailer, people were like, "Well, is it that? Is it a different universe? What this?" This actually puts more into the oh the yes this is part of the MCU yep. camp. That movie still never came out, did it? No, not yet. Okay, it's coming at some point. <gasps> yeah, and Jared Leto's gonna get his hands on yet another fucking <laughs> comic book character that I'm not happy about, but it's fine. Yeah. See, but this Morbius makes sense. this one. I think he's really well suited for. I just I don't think he was for for Joker. God I, no. I think he's kind of a gonad, but this right. is a, a better fit for him. Like as a human, you mean? Oh, yeah. No, I agree. Thoroughly. Right. So, Venom. Uh, January 28th. 
Is Morbius? Yes. Oh, interesting. And that's Fine. after Spider-Man. It's going to be a great Batman movie. Yeah. Uh, so, Venom, go out and see it. I mean, I saw it on the big fucking Dolby Digital. Um, yeah. I thought it was fun. I mean, do you need to see it on the Dolby Digital? No. Fuck IMAX. <laughs> Fuck 3D. I don't think there's... I, don't, I haven't seen the 3D Nothing movie. Nothing wrong with IMAX? No, I just... Don't, it's too bad. Sit for their back. <laughs> it's not like an Omni Theater. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I know. Remember movies in the Omni Theater? I sure do. Yeah, they were fun. Uh, give you that sense of like fucking motion sickness. Anyways, uh, go see it. I think I think go see it in the theaters is, is definitely worth it. You'll you'll have fucking fun. You will. You you won't hate it, it especially if you go into it knowing that there's not. <clears throat> it's not build, world building in any way, shape, or form. It's just a fun. Venom and Carnage movie, and everybody in it's great. I don't think there was one bad character <coughs> or character that I was like, God, they really didn't need to be in the movie. So it was fun. Go see it. Anything else, Kevin? That's all I got. Hey, Rob, go see it. Okay. <laughs> all right. That- I'll really try. I, I just I, I can't promise, but I'll I try. Know. I know. It's okay. It's your shtick. We get it. Yeah. It is my shtick. I'm sorry. Well, if you get a, maybe if you get a chance on vacation or something. Ooh, I'm going to be at a lot of Disney stuff, but I'm going to try and do it uh, Sunday, actually. You there might you try and find some time to go see the new Bond flick while we're there. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that I won't do. Yeah. So good. I just don't care for Bond that much. Although Daniel Craig did an honorary commander rank in the Navy, the Royal Navy. <coughs> it's honorary, though. It's not a, he's not really. Well, of course not. He right. doesn't have any actual power. No. Nor should he. But uh, they gave, I thought it was cool that they gave him an honorary to match his rank and bond. Oh, sure. So, anyways. So, this has been our happy ending for Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Uh, we obviously spoiled it, so we hope you can give us your thoughts on it. Spoiler alert. We, we spoiled it. <laughs> yeah, this is a spo- spoiler. Spoiler. At the end. Right. Uh, so, give us your thoughts. What do you thought? Did you agree with us? Disagree with us? What parts did you like? Did you hate? Again, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter, although I'm not on Twitter all that often, or email us at b3ecomments.com or gmail.com. B3comments.com. Gmail.com. Uh, by the way, I want to say, up until that moment, that was such a slick second take. By the way, that was a second take, folks. Yeah. Uh, his first one was just fucked. <laughs> but his second take, that was so smooth. It was oh, like a game show host, like you're reading the uh, the terms and conditions at the end of a bank commercial. All right, we're going to end this episode right now. <laughs> yep. <laughs> This has been episode uh, end of episode one thirty seven, brought to you by Hero Goods and Games and Chambered Wines. Again, I am Nick. I'm Rob. I'm Kevin. And we will see you next time. Probably. Maybe. The views held here by the nerds of Best Threesome Ever do not directly reflect the views of nerds everywhere. 